Rockets. It's time for the breakdown of leading your life. Let's get ready for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 196, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Hey, that's right. As it said, it's part one of a double dose of your phone. You know, your pals here at Geeks. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi. Welcome. Like I said, um, in this episode, we catch up on each other's weeks. We give a, Ed gives his review of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I give a review of the number one movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we also throw in a little bit of uh, some video game talk as a as a tease for what comes up for episode two, as well as give you new releases for the the week as far as DVDs, Blu-rays, and video games. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to add at the moment? Oh, that's it. You've uh, covered it all. All right. Well, then, uh, you know what? Sit back, relax, and we'll see you at the end, folks. And welcome to Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show, everybody. So, what's up? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I got to think of something real quick. <laughs> I wasn't ready. No, um, I not much. How, how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> what a handoff! Yeah. All right. Well, uh, everything's fine. Um, the um, it's almost zero hour, Ed. Yes. Um, for those people who've been paying attention to the show, my girlfriend's moving up from Texas. She'll be here tomorrow night. So, uh, you know. She become a permanent resident of, of uh, Philadelphia? Yeah, but she already has the attitude. I think she's kind of Philadelphian at heart because she's got the mouth on her. You know, <laughs> she's got the, the, the pissed off attitude all the time. Um, yeah, she just does it more politely with the southern accent. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's been on the show a couple times. Um, she'll be joining us in studio, but keeping quiet most of the time. Yeah. You know, I just figure people are like, oh, he's, yeah, oh, Yoko Ono's coming to town. <laughs> Not going to be like that, folks. She's just as nerdy as me and Ed. Yeah. And, but she's like, no, I'll, I'll probably give you the first couple weeks just because I like watching you guys, you know, in the studio. You guys are funny. Mm. You know, you sound funny, but you also act funny, too. On, on <laughs> Like, we need a camera. Yeah. So people could see our antics. She's like, you know, it's fun watching you guys do the show. So she'll probably just be a... Silent minority sitting there in the, on the sofa there, right. just staring at us as we go. Hey, hey making goofy faces and stuff. <laughs> so it'll be like animals at the zoo. Yes, <laughs> basically. Everyone's watching. I take a picture. <sighs> but this is what these two morons do when they're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So tomorrow's a big day. All right. Um, <clears throat> outside of that, I mean, kind of a, almost a normal week. Okay. Um. Uh well Thursday I came over to your place mm-hmm. and we watched uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane yes yes we did <clears throat> a movie that I love dearly so it was my dad my dad kind of admitted he's like that's probably one of his favorite films he's like he could watch that today and then be like oh, I'll watch it tomorrow too like he's he really likes that movie okay um since we well, don't normally since I talked about it the day that we I saw it why don't you tell me what you think of it because you didn't. It was your first time seeing it. Yes, it was. And uh, I, I have to say the description that you described, basically, <laughs> of, of the movie was pretty accurate. I mean, it was it was one of those, uh, you have to go back, I don't know which episode it was. I wish I could tell you <laughs> off the top of my head which episode it was. But uh, it was really accurate on the portrayal of it. But, I mean, you 
just because he described it doesn't mean it really paints justice to what the movie <laughs> is. You have to go see it for yourself if you haven't seen it yet. And it was a really good film. I mean, it was one of those movies that it was just, it was creepy. I mean, there's, it's literally just three people in a room, you know, it's going on, this event's yes. going on while this is going on. And it's just amazing. And the last few minutes, it's just, just like, you just, you're just mouth gaped, you know, you're like, mind blow. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but it, it was, uh, it, it, like I said, it was a good psychological thriller kind of a movie and it was enjoyable to watch. I, 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 you know, I don't know if I would watch it every day. Like your father, Yeah, my dad, my dad really enjoys the movie. I mean, once you get through the movie, the first time you go, all right, I kind of know, I kind of know the thing, but if you're a fan, like uh, being a fan of twilight zones, I like those kind of small movies every once in a while. Like we could talk, uh, like I'll talk a little later on about the life of pets. Mm. The Secret Life of Pets, actually. But uh, there are sometimes certain movies where it's just like three people in a room can be really engaging if the writing's done and the tension that's supposed to be built is built. It was, like I said, really, really enjoyable. But my also dad, my dad's also the kind of guy, too, that after he watches it 20 minutes later, he'd probably forget like what was in it. <laughs> yes. You know, like he's always like, I don't remember that guy. Who's that guy? And, then, you know, uh, the other day he mentioned something. Um, and it's a show that he watches religiously, mm. but couldn't think of the guy who, who's in the in the show. And I was like, "You mean this guy?" First, I had to go through the list of the shows that he likes, yeah, and start going through all the cast members of all those shows and go. Uh, you, it was literally like the Terminator is in through the I said the Terminator, just this big red screen shows, and then we call treat out the actors. That one, he's like, "Yeah, that's the one." I was like, "All right," you know, it's like. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> funny part is I actually did the lick of the thumb and touch my butt. Because yeah. yeah. you can't just go without doing that. It felt weird. <laughs> uh, the visuals that go on in this show. <laughs> so uh, anything exciting happening this week? Well, no. I mean, I was supposed to go to a uh, graduation party yesterday, but due to the weather that we have here in Philadelphia, it was going to rain, so they moved it to today. And obviously, I couldn't because the show. So uh, I was. It happened Friday night. I found out that the party got moved, and I was thinking, well, you know what? I bought three games from GameStop. Oh, okay. That I'm I'm like willing to get spend more time to play. But then just like literally like 20 minutes after I was told that the party got moved, I got a I got a message from Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, <laughs> telling me it's double points weekend for oh. the best spin, you know. <clears throat> so I was like, well, forget those three games. <laughs> I got to play Battlefront. You know, that's right, because we have PlayStations and the maps for best spin comes out a month or just about a, mu- a couple weeks before everybody else does. Yeah. So like, I guess this was the because I'm like. Why is it double points weekend? Because the thing's been out for a while wow, now, yeah. but this must be for the Xbox One people, so everyone gets to share in the double points weekend. Yes. Yeah, all, right, all right. So I made it to level fifty. Congratulations! Yes. I broke uh, forty. Okay, good. And I, I got I broke forty, then I got bored. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, again, <laughs> all right, I went back to Overwatch. Like this week, I've been doing Overwatch. Yeah. Because I got to level twenty five, and it's now the seasons, and I wanted to get rated, and then. Uh, I can talk about this story because I'll talk about another video game in the, in the next segment. Yeah. Um, you get these ratings, and you have to get these 10 qualifier rounds in. 
and you kind of have to, and they kind of give you a rating anywhere from, I think, like one to a hundred, I think, or mm. 50. I don't remember. Probably one to a hundred. I don't remember. I don't remember. All I know is I got to do these 10 qualifying things. Yeah. Now, the first game won. My team won. I was like, yay. Second one, we lost. I'm like, all right. But third and fourth one, we lost. I, I, I won. I was like, all right. You know, I got to the sixth one. I lost two after that. And it was just like, I'm batting, I'm batting 500. So, yeah. all right. Then I proceeded to get probably the shittiest teams ever because it was just a solid nosedive from there on. Loss, loss, loss. There I am, my 10th and final match. I have three wins under my belt. And at th- at that point, six losses. six losses. So I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Either way, what the hell? But then all of a sudden, like, I, I don't know. Um, you're, you can leave a match at any time of those qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And you, if you leave, you get the loss. So I guess these people were okay with losing. So next thing I know, it's me versus six other people. Huh. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm, I, if I'm already going to lose, I'm going to go out my way. <laughs> I'm going out my way. <clears throat> Shotgate, shotguns are blazing. Con- ah! I, I didn't, at that point, I was so frustrated with, you know, I already had four four straight losses. I'm like, you know what? Let's get nuts, you know? <laughs> so uh, I was kind of, the team that was I was against lined up pretty much in front of my base. And mm-hmm. now when you're in your base, you can have, um, you get continuous health. Right. Because the idea is you can switch on the fly, your characters get to be your base. So I switched to the character called Junkrat, which is kind of like a Australian Joker kind of character okay. with a peg leg. And he fires these bouncing bombs. All right. And then his um, his superpower, his, his big power thing is a motorized tire filled with explosions that you go, you know, like... Hit, you know, you pull the ripcord and it, you can control the tire mm. to get to a spot and then hit the, you know, your button to have it explode, the right. remote. So I'm like, at first I was like, okay, well, let me go. It took me a little while to realize I should use him because I can just kind of hang out the doors and just shoot. Yeah. They can shoot in, but as long as I keep moving because there's like a wall in front of me, I can, I can keep going, right? Mm. And every once in a while when I get the tire, just let it rip and then, you know, get out there and try to kill him. I knew there was no way I was going to win. Because the idea was I had to get to the the stash that I had to move. I I was dead no matter what. And I kind of, like you said, just like, well, if I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out in style. Just I just kept shooting, bing, bing, bing. Every once in a while, I get a couple of them. You know, I got my ass handed to me, obviously. Right. But at the end, you know, there's, at the very end, they give you, like, uh, cards between the two teams. Kind of like, hey, you did a good job here. You did a good job there. I got, I got up there. Like, I was surprised as all shit because I'm like, it's just me against a team. Mm. But they voted for me because I guess they because they were like, you know what? Good job. You know what? You manned up and you, you, I gave them the win, obviously. Right. I'm sure I gave a popped a couple trophies because there is a trophy that if you can last the entire match without having, having your, your team, the opposing team get to anything, you get a trophy. Mm. You know? So they kind of were like, you know what, dude? Good for you. You, you. It was you against everybody, you man. And I was like, I felt like, you know what? I lost a match, but it was a personal victory. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's my rating? So my rating was like a 40. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if it's good or it's bad or it's probably probably shitty because if it's, if it's like one to 100, I guess, you know, you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> There's 60% of people better than me. Yeah. I can live with that because I... I, I I kind of stink. Sometimes I have really, really good rounds where I'm just like a maniac, just 10, 15 kill streak. 
not that it matters in that game, but they mm. kind of keep you got a personal total as you keep going. Like, hey, you got a five kill, yay! Ooh, six, yay! Yeah. So <clears throat> that's kind of what I was doing all week, and then uh, when the double points weekend, he told me about it. You know, Thursday or Friday, right? Yeah. I was like, all right, let me go back and play some best spin. You know, I got to level forty, and I just got like there was just this this stall of waiting for a game to get picked, you know, to load up. And well, that was the thing I was trying to do what they call, it's called drop where, where a, a pod drops somewhere in the, right. in the area. So you run over to it, you claim it. And then right. it, it takes about, I think like a minute for it to claim as yours. So you have to defend it. So basically right. like a group of you run over, somebody tags it, that game you couldn't get into. So I was, I was doing just random. I'm like, well, as long as I'm in Bespin, that's all that matters. I'm just going to no, you could go on anywhere. Right. I'm just, just saying, though, there's no, a way no, you could do, like, a random game. Like, it doesn't matter. No, no, what... I meant that you didn't have to be just investment. It was double. Oh, really? It was double point weekend for everything. Oh, I, I just. Yeah. Well, actually, I was, it, was, it was a double thing because I was doing the double points, but also wanted to get the five hours of being investment to, to, Lando. to collect Lando. So, three o'clock <laughs> last night, oh. I'm, I'm playing. I uh-huh. keep playing. I've, I played, like, since, like, two or something like that. Right. I played for, like, an hour. And I'm like, oh, I'm at five hours. Like, I know I'm at five hours, and I figure it out. I'm like, but usually, like, something pops yeah, up. Bo- yeah, yeah, it tells you. So I'm like, why didn't I get it? So I look over. I had 44 seconds. <laughs> so I had to play a game just to, and it got, as soon as I got to the 44 seconds, the trophy came up, and then you've right. collected, you know, Lando Calrissian. You know, I'm like, great. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get out. I'm just going to play. It was a Walker Assault. I'm just going to play it to the end. And then, right, because you get the double points, and yeah. then the Walker Assault, too, if you haven't already gotten the at-at. You I got that a while okay. ago, yeah. All right. Yeah, so like I, I, I got that and I got the fifty trophy, the the which is Princess Leia, the collectible. Oh, that's right, yeah, she's so, fifty. So I got those two, so I was like, great. I'm like nine, I think nine away from getting her. Okay. You know? Like I just got I got like the it's the wait time between matches mm-hmm. that kill me. It's just like <sighs> come on guys, like why is you guys so slow? Well, that's the thing. Like, like the, the, what's great about the random one is, is that it basically picks you up in a game. Like, starts like within like two minutes after like it tallies everything and right. shows you all your your kills and your 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 bonuses right. and that kind of stuff. You go right into the game, so there's no wait time of getting into the game. As soon as you enter that game, it starts. See, then you must have been hitting a different server because even when I was doing that, it was still a good minute and a half wait. Wow. Because it was like, okay, because after you do the, after you can finish the round, you have to wait for the, here's everybody's tally, and then here's your points, and then here's your personal stats. Yeah. And then it says, okay, searching for a game, and it's just like. No, I got right, I got right into the game, and then I, then I was trying to, because the thing is, it doesn't really tell you what game it is until you. Click okay, and right. then it tells you the game. So now I'm like, well, do I need a jetpack? Do I need more explosives? Do I need this kind uh, of rifle? Like that's what I like, kind of teeter through, and then all of a sudden, right? I'm like, oh crap! I'm in, I'm in Walker Son and all the jetpack. I need a jetpack to get up tired, you know, <laughs> to, to to get the the Walker. Probably. Yeah, I don't I don't switch them around. I just kind of stick what I got, and I go. That's it. I'm done. Like I just I just drop me in, get me shooting. Yeah. You know. Um. So then I played a couple rounds. I got I, got, I said I got the forty. And then I can now unlock when I get to seventeen grand. I can unlock the scout troop. Yeah, you know because that's probably that's like my personal goal is to unlock him. You know, so I'm like, all right, you know, let me just I'll just keep going, just keep just keep shooting, just keep shooting, 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 just keep shooting. But the the they watching at three a.m. 
<coughs> it's hilarious because people, I think they're playing Pokemon Go because <laughs> as they're walking, I'm like, wait, that's the edge. <laughs> like, don't, like, stop, stop. And like, they can't, you can't communicate with these people. Right. They're like, and you just watch them fall off the side. <laughs> and that happened like four or five times. And I'm like, how stupid are you? <laughs> one guy, one guy was like, you know, cause you, you, you have those, there, there's all these different levels in Bespin. So people are jumping off yeah. and land, hopefully landing down on something. And the best one I got was there was a, an enemy. I was a, a, a scout trooper and this, it was a, a looks like a Greedo. I forget his name. Rod, a Rodanian. Right. And he jumps. Well, I shoot him. I killed him <laughs> in air. All right, and he lands, and because I'm like running over, I'm like, did I get him? And there he is, dead on the ground. I'm like, oh my god, that was. That was... Did you get the trophy? You get nice. It's one in a million. And I got that already. Oh, okay. I already got that trophy a while right. ago. But I was like, I'm like, well, that's so awesome. That's so cool. But literally, people are just like running, and I'm like, where are you going? Like, I'm always like watching him off in the distance, and I'm like. Well, he's one of my guys. I can't get him, you know. So I'm like looking for somebody else, but like, I keep no, looking. No, wait, stop. stop right? Like, uh, <laughs> yes. we'll get to Pokemon going a little bit because <laughs> we got to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously we came over to your house Thursday. Um, Friday I was doing some of the video gaming, uh, and then today I went to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to the movies. So what do you say we uh, find out what my movie, The Secret Life of Pets? Landed. Okay, landed. Um, let's start with uh, number five. Number five was the number three movie of last week. It was The Purge election year. It made $11.7 million over the weekend and 58.1 overall in the two weekends release and has a $10 million budget. So uh, hey, that's always, that's, so expect The Purge 4. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> number four was a new release. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. It made $16.6 million over the weekend. That's where it sits because it's a new re- new release. Right. And it's a $33 million budget. So it's uh, about halfway there. Um, I might be seeing it next weekend. Okay. Depends because there is Ghostbusters coming out next weekend. And I really rather, if I have to go to the movies, I'd rather see something I want to see. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, the number three movie was the number one movie of last week. Finding Dory finally fell to number three. <coughs> it made twenty point three million over the weekend and two four hundred and twenty two point five overall in the four weeks release. There's no budget I have on this one, but it's uh, probably like I would say somewhere like around seventy five to hundred million dollars. Yeah, probably one hundred fifty at most. Yeah. The number two movie was the number two movie of last week in The Legend of Tarzan. It made twenty point six million over the weekend. And eighty one point four overall in the two weeks release, and on a one hundred eighty million dollar budget, so it's got a little ways to go. Yeah, on that one. Yeah, I don't think it's going to hit the one hundred eighty. To be honest, it'll probably make most of it up in video sales, DVD sales, or Blu ray sales. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. The movie is because I saw it last week, and we talked about it last mm-hmm. week. Again, I will say like this is a really good movie. It's a solid movie. The the. The special effects are great. The acting's good. The story is really good. I don't know. I think people should. It's a tough sell for a post Transformers age. Yeah. You know, with, with superheroes and stuff. You know, the only spin you can go is like, well, he's one of the original superheroes. He could talk to animals. And if you think people are going, yeah, but Aquaman talks to fish and no one likes him. But this is different. This guy swings through vines. Oh, you mean like George of the Jungle when I was a kid I saw with Brandon Frazier? No. No, not at all. It's not a comedy. It's George of the Jungle is kind of a satire on Tarzan, but at least your head's in the same space. <laughs> like, all right. Is that the guy who goes, oh, 
what? Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so what was the number one movie? Number one movie was a new release, The Secret Life of Pets. It made $103.1 million over the weekend and has a $75 million budget. So it's already made its money back and more. Yeah, it's good. It's and, really good. So I'm assuming, yeah, <coughs> I mean, like, I kind of want to see this movie. It was, uh, the, it's really kind of like one well, of those movies. You see the commercials over and over again, and it's kind of like, yeah, it kind of looks funny. You know, uh, it, is, see it. it is hysterical. Um I you know it just it it like I said like the the ads you see it just every ad you see kind of go well you know what and then of course you hear the voice cast you're like wow you know what that's a well okay look I pulled it up because uh, Louis C K is the lead animal Max Mm -hmm. and I was like to me like I'm like that's weird to see that Louis C K is like he's never really been the lead other than something he's himself written in the show Louis. Or uh, Lucky Louie from the HBO series, which is a, a great short-lived series that really should have been around longer. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so to see him in the lead, I was like, wow, good for him. Like, yeah. I'm really happy because I love his comedy. Then underneath that, the second is Duke, who is the big hairy dog. Yeah, That's played by Eric Stone Street, the guy who plays um, Cam in Modern Family. Okay. You know, then, uh, of course, everybody, the pink fluffy bunny rabbit, the pink white rabbit is Kevin Hart. So yeah. you got the short... Cute little animal with Kevin Hart's kind of like because he's a little crazy. Yeah. So he's he's. Re- I, I would love to see the ta- the takeouts, uh, the, you know, the outtakes of it because there's got to be times where he was just just completely going off rails. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, that's kind of funny. Um, I'm trying to think, like, there's a couple. Albert Brooks plays Tiberius, the old dog. I was yeah. Like, hey, look at Albert Brooks. All right. Dana Carvey had a job. Really? Yeah. He's working again. Yeah, he was pops. All right. You know. Um, it was, like I said, a fun, it was a really, really fun movie. Um, I liked everyone kind of, everyone who's ever had a pet, they always add like their own voice to their animal, mm. you know, or you always think, what do they do when I leave? Because yeah. we always see the dog waiting for you at home, you know, all like, oh, you're home, you're home, you're home, you're yeah. home. You know, and then you leave, you're, you figure like, were they just sitting there? No, there's a whole whole secret life, Ed, that we don't know. Yeah. You know, and it takes place in New York. So there's, you know, um, plays on the alligators in the sewers and pets. And, you know, um, it was a beautiful, you know, honestly, it started feeling, in the beginning, it felt more like a rehash of Toy Story. Because you have Max, who's the dog who loves his owner. Mm -hmm. They've been together for a long time. And then all of a sudden, she brings home Duke. And right away, Max doesn't like Duke. And I'm going... I'm seeing a Toy Story same thing here going. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then Max is is like, no, no, he'll be gone soon. You know, telling all his friends, and and eventually Duke kind of does something to Max, and they wind up uh, basically getting caught by animal control. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, Kevin Hart, the bunny rabbit, has a gang who breaks out a dog that's already in in the truck, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they talk him into letting them join the gang. It's basically they go into the sewers where like it's New York. So any pet that never got like got an outcast. So they, where do they go? Like the alligators in the sewers kind of attitude, which they did a couple alligators, by the way, under the underground in New York. Mm-hmm. And then um, Max has got this girl who lives, the female dog who lives across the street. And she's like, well, where is he? We got to find him. And there's like a bunch of misadventures. It's really funny. And really like, 
uh, there is a there is quite a few adult humor jokes, mm-hmm. which you know, obviously, yeah, I'm a fan of. Um, especially like with Kevin Hart, you've seen the probably seen in the commercial, which I'm surprised he loved, where he poops. Yeah, and then the one cat just starts playing with it. Yes, <laughs> you know, I think that's hilarious. It's a great <laughs> visual joke. I'm just going, I can't believe they got away with that for the ad. You know, yeah. um, and then before the movie, because it's done by the Illumination Corporation, mm. um, they're the people who did Despicable Me. So we had a a new Minion short. Yeah, where they wanted to get, um, they needed money, so they went across the street to the Fuzzy Memories a Senior Home. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to do mow the lawn. Of course, you know there's the, the minion. So, needless to say, shit happens. Yeah. And then uh, it was like, all right. And it was a nice little warm up. We saw it in 3D. And you know how I feel about the kind of 3D sometimes. Mm-hmm. This I kind of felt was pretty solid. Like it there, it was good in 3D because of there was a couple of good. There's a scene where there is a snake that comes out from the sewers to go initiate our two hero dogs mm-hmm. and it comes down and it is one of those moments where like, uh, like we, you talked about at Disney where it looks like it's like right in front of your face. Yeah. Like it's really close. And I'm just going, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, I mean, and when they do, when they do establishing shots for scope. It's New York. So it has that depth and it looked really good. And because I, I personally think that animation, 3d works really better with animation than live action. Mm hmm. Because they, it's programmed to be in 3D. You know, I think it's easier to do good 3D with animation than with live footage. Yeah. So it was like, there was really like some really nice scoping shots and some really like cl- cross-eyed close-up stuff. It was, okay. It was, it was really good. So you just kind of sat there and going, this is pretty good. And we walked out. The, kid, the little kids that were there, I would say 98% of them were quiet. There was a couple of flare-ups from like, you know, kids. That I kind of feel like are okay. I'm a public service announcement to those parents out there who have kids seven years in age, seven years of age and under. Don't take them to 3D movies, and it's because it's not good for their eyes. Mm. Um, as a, a person who sells video like 3D and Nintendo 3DSs, it says on the packaging, you know, do not allow any child under seven years old to play a 3D game because their eyes aren't developed yet. Yeah, so it goes for the same for movies. I kind of feel like no parent really, like, when I mention it to parents who are buying systems, they're like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm just like, all right. So I kind of feel like this movie, people didn't know that, too. There was, like, a, a smattering of kids that are probably, like, five to go see a 3D movie. Now, I'm not going to be, like, standing up going, you all need to get out your pip. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But it's just one of those things, like, for, for those people who don't know, and we go, well, we'll take them to see it 3D. Wait till they're like eight and then start taking them 3D movies. And I kind of feel like majority of the crowd was like eight and older because mm-hmm. they knew how to sit still, watch a movie. But then there was a couple handful that I thought sounded younger mm-hmm. and they were like chatty. You know, like whenever there was like a, not a, a, a lull in like the comedy, mm-hmm. it was, oh, look at that. You know, and yeah, your parents going, shh. But then right before we got in, it's, uh, we're, we're sitting in our seats, mm. and now we went to the Woodhaven. Mm. You know, the Woodhaven now has uh, the big, so big, comfy seats that you big get comfy the... seats that are assigned. Basically, yeah. you you buy your tickets. I don't know how people can't get this concept yet, because we walked in and we were sitting down. There was it looked like um, grandparents and kids or or parents mm. couldn't grasp the concept of where their seats were in relationship to the row and the number. All right there. You look on the floor. Hey, look, you're in a row G. And then, 
oh, this here's 10. Oh, this was 11. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't, you don't need to take 10 minutes to find your seat because it's all written there for you. Look at your ticket, match it up with the seat. Yeah. There's no need to be kind of, well, where do we go? Like, well, I guess these are your two seats. And I, I guess, the, like, oh my God, someone stood there and picked them, right? Well, you know, I mean, I think, because this is, this I think, is more, more on the, the movie theater. I mean, people are not used to the fact of assigned seating in a theater. <clears throat> We've gone for, for decades. Sure. You know, since sure. I was a kid, that you just went in, you sat down to find, you know, a seat that's available that you would like to sit in. I like to sit in the center of the, uh, right. It's the stadium as, as as much as I can because I always like to get the full grasp. You, of yeah, you want to be like I just want to sit here dead center, you know? Because I I've, I've seen this. We both do it. We walk down the aisle and we kind of look at the screen, look at our seat, maybe like move down one. Yep. You know? Yeah, we've done that. You know, <laughs> and I've I admit it. You know, I'll do it all. I do it all the time. And I've actually with like with a group of people trying to sit like dead center of the group, so that way right. I get the full dead center experience. But that's that's. I want my. I'm so lazy. I want. I never want to look left to right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's that's the way I am. But the thing is, is that this assigned seating there should be at least should be an usher at least in the beginning, like going where you know like basically what's your tickets? Oh, you're over here. Like point them out. Like you know that way people can get okay. you know or or at least instruct them. Going here's how the layout works because when you see on the screen you're seeing it. Like top down, you're looking at sky view yes, level. Yes, that that is true. But and the- and like they people don't like can't seriously they can't comprehend where the front of the screen is on that on that. Uh, okay, see now I, I I agree and I I see your point, mm-hmm. but this is where my being goes. If those people can't read a screen that says screen at the top, yeah, and then look and you get to pick. Those are the weakling, weaklings of the pack, and they should be destroyed. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't like, disagree with you. I agree were, with you if, on that. If we were a pack of deers, they would be picked off by the wolves. Yes, you know because it's just like it's when you're when you get that chance, you're looking at a computer screen, and the guy who sells your tickets go, "Here's the screen. Where do you want to sit? These are the seats that are available." And you go, "Okay, you know what? We'll take these four seats." And you see exactly where they are on the map, and then you have it printed out. You should. It's, maybe I'm taking for granted the spatial, you know, of people able to go. Here's the map. I know I go onto the left side because that's where my letterings were, and then just be able to look down. Yeah, but the the thing is, is that you're like you're 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 part of the the the, the small like like you know the rich people are the one percent. Yeah, you're the one percent of the intelligent people. <laughs> you know, like you know, like you can figure that out. I can figure that out. <clears throat> I know, like when I go, like this is where I sit. This is where I got assigned. We're good with spatial relations. Exactly. Yes, but a lot of people, the majority of people, just don't understand that, and it's just <clears throat> like they don't get it. That's why, like, when, every time we would go, there's always like you're in my seat. I'm like, no, this is my ticket. Here's the number. Blah blah blah. And like, what's your number? Oh, it's over there. It's the other side of the the uh, uh, theater. And you're going. And they give you like a like a look, and it's just like, "Hey, hey I know, look, I, am, I, I can, can read a map. I can read. You look ticket. <laughs> look down. Blue light gives number. <laughs> if that's not your number on ticket, move away." <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. I mean, it's just sad to say that, but that's what you have to kind of treat. Because I'm going to start doing that. If there's somebody ever does that, I'd be like, "Hey, look. No offense." But you're an idiot. Yeah. Because this is my seat. Here's my number. Here's my letter. Does this number match that seat? Yes. Then guess what? My seat. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, it's it's 
going to come down to that. One day I'm just going to go, dude, look at the words that are come. Look at my lips. Not your seat, fool. Because <laughs> you'll be using another four-letter word. Well, it was a kid's film. So I went to, you know, pepper my language <laughs> with niceties and politeness. I'd be like, excuse me, sir, but apparently you're an idiot. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's the, that's I mean that's that's exactly it. You you're you're you're. <laughs> I did get another. That's that's the it. Only, that's the only grip I had was a smattering of a couple little kids, um, the fa- the the pseudo the family in front of us trying to stumble around around their seats, and, mm-hmm. and then but the movie was enjoyable. There was also like a, a, a bump like a bumper halfway through the credits, yeah, which is cute. You know, it goes back to a, a previous joke. So it's like I like you know it was, yeah. It was very, very, very enjoyable. Now, next week, I don't know what's going to happen because, again, my girl comes, my girl lands tomorrow night. Yeah. I have uh, the, the following two days off from work mm-hmm. to kind of get her settled in. Hopefully, we'll get some boxes that we can unpack together. You know, they can make it a couple things. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> you know, um, the world don't move to the, the beat, beat of just one drum. drum. Sorry. <laughs> and then. You know, the weekend comes, so I don't know if I'll be going to the, if we're going to be going to the movies or not, like hitting the ground running. Yeah. Because I, well, what's coming out next week? Well, here, July 15th, here's the movies that are coming next next weekend. Equals is coming out, starring Christine Stewart and Nicholas Holt. All right, yeah, lost me at Christine Stewart. Okay. (laughs) I'll move on then. Uh, Ghostbusters, starring Kristen Wiig and (sighs) Melissa McCarthy. Okay, I've already seen, like, on the way home, I wasn't driving, so I was able to, you know, go through Facebook. Yeah. Some of the reviews are already in. Yeah. And I got to be honest, I think some of those people are too scared to be called misogynistics. Yes. Because here you are, you're, let's face it, you're in a, it's a catch-22 situation. If the movie sucks and you say the movie sucks, someone's going to peg you and say, well, you didn't like it because, there were, because it's women in the movie and therefore you're misogynistic. And even though you can go, no, I just think the movie really sucks – they're not going to buy it because they already have a preconceived notion that anybody who's, gonna, who's not going to like this movie is something against women. Mm-hmm. It could just really be just a bad movie. Some of the reviews are mixed, and they're kind of mixed with tippy toes. Okay. It's like, well, you know what? I can understand. It's just setting a whole, like, a one, one review was like, oh, sorry, haters, but the movie is great. And then when you read the article, the person goes, you know, it's not really that great. Like, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a clickbait article where you're like, it's not really that great. The jokes are kind of weak, and uh, it's, it's, it looks good with the special effects, but outside of that, it's kind of blah. <laughs> and then some other people are like, oh, well, you know what? This movie will make a lot of money because of the interest in, you know, the thing, but it kind of falls short on the original. It probably won't be the quote-unquote instant classic like the first one is. Mm. But let's face it, the first one wasn't that great either. It's like... Like, oh, dude, you know what? Like, I don't... And then there's like... Like I said, I just kind of feel like people are like, well, we didn't really find it that funny, but it was good. Like I said, yeah. I really don't... I don't really have a problem with an all-female cast. I. I just think the jokes are horrible. <clears throat> I mean, and I'm thinking, I hope they're not showing... I hope they're showing the worst jokes on the trailers Which that you go... Which is sad, because it shows some of the, one of some of the best jokes. Yes. Because, again, here we are. The theater, again, played the, the trailer, the new trailer that, you know... Um, which I think is, gotta be honest, it's a little odd to see a trailer for a movie that's coming out the following week. You know what I mean? Usually. That's the thing. To me, I've seen a lot of advertising. Progressive is now has a commercial for it. 
Papa John's has yeah. a commercial for it. And of course, the, obviously the trailers themselves. So it's, it's to me is that the more people are promoting this, the more I think it's horrible. Like, like, right. like if you're not- really pushing this, like they're really trying to make money off of this, there's something wrong with it. Like it, you just you just yeah, have that feeling. Yeah, but I mean, you could say the same thing. Like they they really they really promote the hell out of the new Star Wars movie. You know, like everywhere you looked was Force Awakens, Force Awakens. That was a really good movie. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I, I guess you know it depends. I, I, I guess see, you're right. But it, see, the only the only time I really remember something like this push yeah. was was Batman uh, Returns. Okay, the second movie in the Batman. Okay, with the. Uh, and it wasn't that good of a movie. Yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah, so, but I remember it was promoted the hell uh, out of it, you know. It, like, it was a kind of like, it was a marketing ploy. Like, I bought a t-shirt and you know, yeah. Slurpees out the wazoo to get the cups. And, you know, like, the, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was in the Batman fever. Yep. Batman it was fever. Everywhere, you know, and it was just like, and it wasn't that good of a movie. And you go, oh, like, <laughs> now I see why. Like, uh, they really put advertising dollars not into yeah, the movie so, itself. So will I be seeing Ghostbusters next week? Probably not. All right. Um, I mean, I kind of, there is that morbid curiosity is kind of go for the show we should go. But there's that other part of me that kind of goes, I don't care enough about the movie to actually pay the money to review it for the show. Yeah. Like when we saw Fantastic Four, I kind of felt like honored bound to go see this movie because it's a superhero movie that, Looked bad from the start, you know, and well, that's how I feel with Ghostbusters. I feel kind of like like I need to go to review this movie just to see how bad it was and tell you how bad it was, and you know, go yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even bad that you could make fun of it bad. Like it's just mean, it's just like you just want to <clears throat> cut your own arm off. The I mean, if the you want to go, go ahead. I'm not going to be like Ed. Don't go to see this movie. I, we've disagreed on many things on the show. Like I just don't want to give them the money, the money, because I kind of want to. I think the audience might f- go. It doesn't look like f- doesn't look funny. I'm not going to go pay and see it. I kind of hope that maybe the audience members are getting smarter and realizing that your dollars do matter when you go to a movie. Th- like if you if if you go and see this movie and you walk out hating it, if it makes the money that everyone hopes that it makes, all you're doing is making a sequel out of it. And if you go, oh, my God, that movie was shit. It sucked. I can't believe, you know, but I had to go see it. I had to go see it. Well, you're part of the problem because you had to go see it that weekend. Instead of waiting for, you know, video or video on demand, you're you're part of the problem because yeah. you spent money. And they're going to look at that tally. Like, it could make $100 million. I mean, look at, look at Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's going to make 11 bucks. My ticket. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the one man. So, sir, what's your name? <laughs> I don't want to give it. <laughs> okay, anonymous stranger. Uh, how did you feel about the movie? It was horrible, dude. Okay, first of all, always if you get a chance to go on television, plug the show. Just say. <laughs> I don't know if I want to associate this movie with our show. No, no, you spin. You go. Yeah, look, I'd rather not give my opinion. Um, if you want to hear my opinion, listen to our show, <laughs> Geeksters, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Did I be somewhere on the distance? Just search Rock with that radio on those apps. Because <laughs> <coughs> I'll be out there waiting with bated breath. I'll be the guy interviewing you. Sir, sir, sir. You just came out of Ghostbusters. How'd you feel about it? No comment. But sir, but sir. If you want to hear my review, go to Aquanet Radio on Sunday night starting at 6 p.m. And I'll get my review then. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So uh, what else you got coming out? 
Uh, Gleason, it's documentary. It's coming out. Gleason? Yeah, it's what's called. Um, is it about? I, I'm I'm hoping it's about Jackie Gleason, um, you know the what? great comedian. I'm gonna search <laughs> see if, it out right now. See, see if that's true or not. Uh, I want to find out. Just called Gleason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll I'll keep going on while you look that up. The Infiltrator with Brian Cranston and Diane Kruger is also coming out this Sunday. Oh, Ed, forget it. It's not. At age of 34, Steve Gleason was diagnosed with ALS. Doctors gave the former NFL defensive back and New Orleans hero two to five years to live. So that's that is what Steve chose to do: live with a purpose for his newborn son, for his wife, and to help others with the disease. I remember actually that guy. Okay. You know, but yeah, I, I would rather if I had been Jackie Gleason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like I said, The Infiltrator was starring Brian Cranston and Diane Kruger. Uh, Little Men starring Alfred Molana and Jennifer. Alfred Molino. Alfred Molino? Yes, Molino. Yes. That's what he called. Um, the guy who played Doc Ock in Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, there you go. And the Spider-Man 2, actually. And uh, Jell- Jennifer Ellie. E-H-L-E. Sure, whatever. Okay. And finally, <laughs> Tim Robbins, I Am Not Your Guru. It's a documentary. Tim Robbins was one of those guys that would like... You mean Tony Robbins? Yeah. No, it says Tony Robbins. Tony R-I-B-B-I-N-S. Robbins, you, yeah, but you said Tim Robbins as in the actor. Oh, no, That's sorry. why I was like... That's Tony Robbins, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I don't... Like, when you said it, I was like... My mouth, my mouth and my, my mind do sync up. My, my, my mind was reading it. My mouth already said it. Because you're like, Tim Robbins, I am not your guru. I'm sitting there going, are people following him because of Shawshank? <laughs> and I was like, don't you mean Tony Robbins? Roberts? Tony Robbins? The guy with the big teeth. Yes. He was always all, he was all positive. He was very around in the 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. and kind of disappeared. Sure, make a comeback in the late you know, 2010s and kind of go, yeah, remember me? I'm not your guru. Yeah, no shit, because if you were, you'd still be in the news. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Um, well, okay, well, anything else coming out on the week? In No, that's it for uh, next week's uh, show, for next week's next week's Next week's show? Next week's, next week's show. All right, good night, everybody. Okay, well, so then what comes out this week on DVD and Blu-ray? Ah. Oh, my God, these segues suck, Sean. I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. I got to come out with some... I gotta, you gotta work on that. I gotta work on that. I gotta work on that. I gotta work on that. You gotta work on that, see? Uh, what do you got coming out there, Red? Uh, the Divergent series, uh, Allegiance, coming out on Blu ray and DVD. <clears throat> oh, okay. Aye, all right. And then, of course, the Divergent Surrey Insurgents coming out on 4K uh, HD. Yeah, it looks like the whole series is coming out in 4K. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, I Have you seen any of those movies? No, no. I, you know, it was funny, though, is uh, I. I one of the things I did this weekend was I, I always get movies like for Christmas and, and my birthday right. and I buy them here and there. So I don't put them in, in order yet because if you put one movie in, if it's like an A movie and I got to move all my shelf to, <laughs> right. to, to get right. to fit. So I get enough to go, all right, now it's time okay. to, to put, alphabetize them. And I have the first movie and I'm like, when did I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> I get this and I'm like, oh no, seal my wife. She she wanted to see it. this is her movie, oh, okay. you know, because we make our movies together. And I'm like, <clears throat> oh, okay, like, and I'm like, I didn't know she really wanted to see these movies. I guess I'm gonna have to buy the other ones now. Well, why don't you wait until you see the first one and see what she thinks? Exactly. So now I'm having that same problem too because my girl's moving in, and I was like, we well, you know we can merge our movies together. And she's like, well, I don't know. Most of my movies are DVD, and I know how you are because I have Blu-rays in one, DVDs in the other, and I have a separate whole separate thing with just Blu-ray. Blu-ray TV shows. Yes. And I'm like really kind of, no, it's all alphabetical order. 
very anal when it comes to my my collection. Yeah, I'm like I'm like DVD, T, uh, oh, Blu-ray. God, yeah. You're just like, oh, what? It's a, it's on disc. I'm just gonna put it here. Yeah, and I'm always like, but it doesn't look. Uh. And I'm always going. You realize you have two copies of this movie: one on DVD, one on Blu-ray. You're like, yeah. Like, why don't you ever get rid of it? Now you can't, fool. <laughs> I told you for years. Why don't you take your doubles and go to Movie Stop and trade it in? You can get some credit for it and buying more movies, stuff that you really want. And no, it's all right. And next thing you know, bam, they're all closed now. Yeah. So now you're stuck with them. Next thing you know, you'd be, it'd be a, 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 what do you call it, a geekster's table at a flea market and showing out his, odd, his DVDs. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I got Herbie the Love Bug. Mm-hmm. Buy, buy one, get the second one free. I do not have Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> you no, know, I was... Just figure it out. I don't want people to know that. <laughs> I, 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 have I, I actually, what's, what's the one with Lindsay Lohan? Because I like that one. It was uh, Herbie before fully loaded. Yeah, I would see. I would be like, well, you got Herbie fully loaded? I'll buy that one off you. <laughs> I like Get a free one. autograph with every purchase. <laughs> Come say hi to Geeksters. I'll just be sitting there going, ladies and gentlemen. Do, 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 do. Step right up, step right up. <laughs> Take a look at the man's DVD collection. <laughs> if you buy two, you get the third free. And a signed autograph by yours truly, Ed and Sean. There you go. Geeksters. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, the uh, Green Room is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Now you go, what's Green Room? It has uh, Patrick Stewart in it. I know about this movie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, the way you're like, oh, okay. Like, does this mean like you're going to sit back and go because you know nothing about it? I know nothing about it. Horror movie. Okay. Um, also, it's got, um, what do you call it? Um, Anton Yelch- uh, Yelchin in it. it. I think it might have been his like his final movie. Okay. It was like, uh, let's see if I can get a... Uh, a... doesn't give you... Uh, la, 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 la. Okay, here's the premise. I'm reading a, re- a cu- customer review. The premise is simple. Failing punk rock band The the Ain't Rights featuring Tiger, which is Callum Turner, guitarist Sam, alias Sawcat, and bassist Pat, Anton Yelchin, and drummer, get stiffed on a gig but are, are clued into another one down in Portland. Once arriving there, they come to realize that much of the rowdy, bald-headed clientele are neo-Nazi skinheads. The club manager, David, played by Blair, um, seems seems like an all-right guy, but some other seems ready for a fight. When tensions are... Wait, what is that? Oh, is that uh, let's see. I'm guessing it's... Because uh, I don't see where... I have a, I, well, I have the description right here. Okay. Uh, uh, down under a locked punk band accepts an offer to play a rural Oregoni- Oregon club before calling their failing tour quits. All right. They arrive at the venue. They are troubled by the large neo-Nazi presence. Okay, but so they, far. They go through the their set regardless. To re- they retreat <clears throat> to a backstage room afterwards. The green room. And the only and they are only greeted by a corpse of a young woman on the floor and the neo-Nazi standing above her. Fearful that the band will contact uh, well, fearful that the, ba- the band will contact authorities, the gang hold them hostage and their leader Patrick Stewart. Okay. Tries to think of a solution to the sticky situation. Soon the bandmates are fighting for their lives as they attempt to escape the nightclub. I, I heard from like from the, the smatterings of stuff I've seen on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. The internet's Ed. The internet's. Patrick Stewart plays really good bad guy. 
I mean, he's played a bad guy in a couple things in his past, mm. but here they're like creepy fucking Patrick Stewart. Mm. Like everyone's like, look, it's Captain Picard and it's Professor X. Oh my God, he's a fucking skinhead in this movie. Ah! <laughs> 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 okay, what else you got there, Ed? Uh, I, Zombie, the complete, complete second season and the complete first season is both coming out I, on Blu-ray this week. Honestly, I was half tempted to buy the first season not too long ago because I mean, it it's the first time it's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's up until now, I just keep seeing the DVDs. I'm just like, do I really want to get it on DVD? Yeah. It's, you know, here, look, it's like 14 bucks. You know, maybe I should. And I'm glad to see it's coming Blu-ray both seasons so I can buy them. Yeah. I can start getting Eye Zombie on Blu-ray. There you go. I love that show, Ed. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Here's your second favorite show. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Season 5 is coming out on DVD. Um, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Emergency, the complete series is coming out on DVD. Okay. It's an old 70s show. Yes, yes, I remember that one. Uh, it, it was followed right after, it was either before or after 1 out of 12. Yes. Ah. Yeah, there you go. It was before, it was after. <clears throat> anyway. Was after, okay, well, um, Starskin Hutch was before it then. Mm-hmm. All right, look at me. Uh, I'm pa- old. <laughs> Power Rangers, Dino Charge, Breakout is coming out <clears throat> on DVD and digital. Okay. Pokemon, the series XY Kellis Quest DVD set one is coming out. All right. And Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Gotham City Breakout is coming out that was on Blu-ray. Yes. And these next ones, I, I'm these are all on DVD, but they redid the cover. It's pop art cover. It's okay. basically what it is. So if you have this movie on Blu-ray, it's not going to find it on Blu-ray. These are all on DVD. But if you like the pop art, Maybe it's for okay. you. I don't know. But these, here's the list. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Somewhere in Time, Apollo 13, Scarfaced, Pride and Prejudice, Xanadu, The Birds, The Breakfast Club, Psycho, the 1960, right. The Big Lebowski, Mamma Mia, the movie, Weird Science, American Graffiti, 16 Candles, Wet Hot American Summer, Charday, right. Pillow Talk, Dazed and Confused, Bridesmaid. Hold on for a second. I need you to step back a couple of things. Yes. You're talking about the Cary Grant, Audrey Hepburn movie? Yes. It's called Charade. Sh- uh, Whatever. Charade. Is that what I said? He said Sarday. Charday, like the singer. And I was like, <laughs> wait, there's a movie about her? And I was like, what? <laughs> when you listen to the playback, you'll go, oh. <laughs> uh, I'll start from there after that. Pillow Talk, uh, Days to Confuse, Bridesmaids, Lucy, and National Lampoon's Animal House. And, I mean, it's it's kind of neat, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, I don't know if I'd buy them on DVD. Like, some of them I have. I'm like, oh. Well, i got to be honest. It's, I mean, to me, it seems to be more of uh, the, I want to say ploy, but marketing device to still sell DVDs. Because mm. here's the thing about DVDs. So far, I've yet to hear any, t- any car have a Blu-ray player installed in it. Mm-hmm. So... The only that's why a lot of movies do the DVD Blu-ray combo pack is because especially a kids movie you're on a long drive with your kids you got a DVD player in the car you can throw a DVD of the Dominions in your car yeah so maybe that's kind of another way to kind of sell DVDs like I don't know I mean I VHSs aren't making a comeback but I mean people still have DVD players mm-hmm. so I mean and you can still play a DVD in a Blu-ray player so sure. it's not like you know you're, you're you you just have Blu-ray players you can't play it so now let's see uh, let's go with Xanadu I would really like to have Xanadu though <laughs> um, 
Xanadu is actually like 15 bucks. Yeah. So you're like, all right, you know what? That's not bad. Fre- uh, frequently bought together, the movie and the soundtrack. Xanadu. <laughs> I always like, there's a soft spot in my heart for that movie for some reason. Because it's, it's, it epitomizes the 80s. Yes, it does. You know, Olivia Newton-John, roller skates, ELO, <laughs> <laughs> musical, something about it. All right, you got anything else? That is it for uh, movies and uh, television. I, don't know I have an honorable mention. There. All right, good. Um, let's see, where was it? La, 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 Just Desserts. Um, it's the making of Creepshow, the movie. Oh, okay. It's a special edition. It is in 1980, in 1982, author Stephen King and director George A. Romero, Romero collaborated on a feature film tribute to the controversial EC comics of the 1950s. Told through five jolting tales of terror, Creepshow has become the celebrated horror classic over the past three decades. With an all-star cast and featuring groundbreaking special effects by genre legends Tom Salvini, uh, Creepshow stands as a horrific and hilarious tribute to the stories that helped influence and corrupt a generation of writers and filmmakers. Now the tale behind the creation of this chilling masterpiece can finally be told, featuring rare behind-the-scenes footage of photographs. Um, Just Desserts, the making of Creepshow. Also contains over a dozen interviews, including George A. Romero, Tom Savini, Adrian Barbeau, Tom Atkins, and many more. These are terrifying stories behind the film that promised you the most fun you'll ever have being scared. Your special features are looks like two audio commentaries, creep show days in uh, days in interview, it's a vintage nineteen eighty two evening magazine segment shot, a behind the scenes creep show. It's got it's a nice little chunk. I mean, if you're a fan of that of that movie, mm-hmm. that sounds like a, a nice a nice get. Okay, sounds like a nice get, Ed. Nice sounds like a nice get. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I can see as far as ooh pick of the week. Um, there's that slasher season one. It's on Netflix. Dad watched it. He's like, it's not bad. He's like, I think I knew who the bad guy is after the first season. I was like, of the first episode, I was like, oh, welcome to my world, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else you got? Um, video games. Oh, what's coming out in video games? Uh, Ghostbusters by Activision for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's <sighs> a Tuesday release. That This one, okay, where I have no interest in the movie, mm. the game... Kind of piques my interest. Okay. Only because you play the role. Remember the game in way back when? Um, it was for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Yeah. It was written by Ivan Reitman. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, I have it. Yeah. Okay. It's a good game. Solid game. Not necessarily, but the guys kind of always kind of saw like, hey, look, if we'll never make a third movie. This would be the third movie if we had the opportunity. Right. So you feel like you're playing the th- Ghostbusters 3, basically. Yeah. Um, this game. Is you get recruited. It looks like it's kind of like you can have more people. Like there's multiplayer aspects to it. Mm. And it's like I'm kind of intrigued, but it stars. I don't know. I might. I might see if I can dabble in it. Dabble in it. You know what I'm saying? Don't dabble in it. Gotta dabble in it. Okay. All right. Um, what else comes coming out there? Uh, Resident Evil Five HD by Capcom for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's basically hey, it's Resident Evil Five high def to be polished it up nice and pretty. For the new next generation uh, consoles, current generation, sorry. And then we have Seventh Dragon Three Code VFD <laughs> by Sega of America for the 3DS, and that's a Tuesday release. Yes, um, I think it says all what you expect in that title. <laughs> <laughs> Got anything else? 
Yes, there's two more. All right. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations by Capcom for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal because they're doing a, um, a special skin for your 3DSs. And Monster Hunter is kind of a popular title. Mm. So, like, all right, all right, all right, what else you got? And finally, Song of the Deep by Insomniac Games for the PC, PS4, Xbox Ones, and that's a Tuesday release. Those are, that's a Tuesday release. Yes, it is. Unless you're – here you go. Here's a little – the – the game is actually GameStop's first foray into um, gaming. Yes. Like, you figure, okay, they sell games, but they've never made a game. So, Insomniac Games, the people who make a ba- um, Ratchet & Clank, mm. uh, Sunset Overdrive, <clears throat> they kind of, they're working together. Mm. And it's a tale about, a, it's, here's what I know so far about the game. It already won an award at E3. For best 2D uh, animation. Okay. It is a gorgeous looking game. I'm not going to lie. It is co-written by a 10-year-old girl. Okay. Because it's a story about a girl who is, her father gets lost at sea and Mm. she gets a submarine and she goes goes after him. Mm. Um, She partly wrote the story with her dad who helped design the game. You know, so there's, they were in the propaganda films that I've seen about this game. The guy wanted to, they were, Insomniac was coming up with an idea for a submarine type game. Mm-hmm. It was his daughter that kind of had an idea about why not have the girl, because she apparently does her own like short stories too. Mm-hmm. So she gave him like this idea, and he's like, that sounds like a good idea. And then they, she helped create the mermaid character that I think that you kind of have to you interact with at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's a story about a girl, and like her, her dad told, you know, she's, her dad's a fisherman. She, you know, he raises her by himself. You know, so single parent thing, and then mm. it's a girl with daddy issues who goes after her dad. Okay. You know, um, I've got my hands on it already. Mm-hmm. I've played it. I'm gonna be honest. It's an eh kind of game. Like it's a side scroller, which they call the Castlevania Metroid thing. Yeah. Where it's a lot of exploration. Um, so it's not too difficult of a game. It's very 2D graphics, so if you're not into, it's not your typical game. I'll be honest, it, it kind of feels like an overpriced app game. Okay, honestly, because it's it, you're you're in a sub and you get to go through like these maze like coral reefs and through like b- broken down ships. But I kind of feel like if you just would have changed it for like an iPad, you can use your finger to guide the the ship mm. in a certain way or tap it for the to, for the claw and it's just I'm like all right it's a game that's here's the beauty of the game the game only costs 15 bucks mm. you can get either physical copy only at GameStop outside of that it's all digital mm. so obviously GameStop would sell the physical copy but you can't get that you won't be able to get to like you won't be able to go to Walgreens to get the game okay you know so or I'm sorry, Best Buy. Why would you go to Walgreens for a video game? That's kind of stupid. <laughs> you, you gotta, <laughs> I was yeah, like, you, I'm like, like contemplating. I, I'm like, wait, I, Walgreens? I, in my head, I was thinking Target, <laughs> but I don't know why Walgreens popped out of my head. I was like, <laughs> yeah, why would you? Why? Obviously, you won't get it there. It's fucking Walgreens, you idiot. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 so it's a cheap game that you can. I feel like. You'll play when you're not doing anything else. Now, I think it'd probably be really good if you have a kid. Like, let's face it, it's not coming out in the Wii. It's so if you're a parent that has like a PS4 or an Xbox One, 
and you're always searching for something for your kids to play, this would be it. This would be a pretty decent game. If your kid is not a gamer, that's the problem. Because when I've talked to kids about it, they're not interested. Because it's not, I'm like, so like I would ask, like, what are you playing? Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty. I'm like, oh, you're, oh, you're a tough kid, tough kid. Oh, what a crowd. <laughs> what a crowd. What a crowd. Kids are going to get no respect, no respect at all. <laughs> it's so if you have a, a kid who might, who's not, who you won't let play the mature rated content games as, like, as a Call of Duty or, or uh, a Grand Theft Auto, and if you're kind of questionable about any of the other games that are out there, because um, Xbox One and PS4 cater to the the, the mature gamer, like because mm-hmm. the, the average gamer is in their 30s. Yeah. So if you haven't bought a Wii U for your kid and you're stuck with either an Xbox One or a PS4, this might be a game you want to look into. It's 15 bucks. So even if every time I see the same 15 bucks, I automatically go, 15 bucks, little man, put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I, I think the game's got some some good qualities. Mm-hmm. But as a gamer myself, I mean, like I said, I got my hands on it. And I'm just like, it's entertaining as far as, hey, I got nothing to do for about an hour. Let me go play this game. I, you know, but for 15 bucks, how much content's there? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's kind of, I, I don't, I can see myself p- playing it for like three hours and then going, oh, I'm so fucking bored with this game. Let me go move on to something with maybe a little action into it. Yeah. I mean, from some of the screenshots I've seen, it does look like it gets tougher as the game goes on because it is like you have to kind of, there's like laser bolts and stuff. Let me just come. Yeah, it looks yeah, all right. It feels like a little bit like Metroid and a little bit like Castlevania. That's why they call it a Castlevania Metroid kind of side scroller. Okay, you know, it's about exploration. So even there's no hey, once you get back, once you get, um, once you start the game, there's like um, like a diamond off in the distance that you can't get to. Mm. But when you upgrade your ship, you you can go back there. So it's kind of like hey, you can follow the storyline, but you can also go backtrack and do other things and. Like, oh, okay, so there might be more than just have to get done. The story could take maybe three days to finish. Okay. But apparently there's more to the exploration part. I'm just like, all right, but the music's all like, la, 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 la. Like, it's all soft. Soft. And, like, I can definitely, like, if you, if <laughs> if if someone, if I know. I, I can see you playing it at two in the morning. <sighs> yeah. I can, I can definitely. It's not that because it's a boring game. It's because the, the music. The music lulls you asleep. Yeah. It is. It's very like, um, I would say xylophony and and flutish. Okay. So like, if you were like laying in bed and the person next to you is playing the game, that you'd be out like a light in like twenty minutes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's my post review. Now I'm going to be actually getting my hands on an actual copy. Yeah. Instead of just the demo stuff, though. So next week I might actually have a a, a more. A better review, okay, or it might be the same. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Like, here's my review right now. Tune in next week where you hear my actual review and see if it's similar. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back and just cut out this part of the show and just go, Yeah, remember everything I said last week? It still applies. And then you insert that, and here it is. Will Ed hit play? You know, and we'll just play that, this part of it again. All right, so what do you say we, uh, Take a break. 
All right. And come back and we get some nerd news in and we get to talk about a, 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 a new there's a new game in town that all kids are playing. Twist, twist. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get back, we'll uh, we'll go on a search, a search for Pokemon. And we're back, folks. How you doing? Welcome back, everybody. Hope that was riveting. We hope it was funny, and we hope it was thought provoking. <laughs> or at least it uh, gave you information you needed to uh, go about your week. <laughs> Yes, I can't start my week without my dad, my weekly dose of geeks, which is kind of sad because we usually post this on a Wednesday. <laughs> what were you doing for the early last two days, man? Just, getting over the weekend? I was just getting over the weekend, man. Oh, it was so rough those two days. I need two days to recover, and I get you a new episode of you guys, and then I'm ready to go my week, which is usually just another two and a half more days. <laughs> And oh, I party all hard all weekend. Oh, it's this never-ending cycle of just parties and listening to podcasts and catching Pokemons. It's, my life is fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> I live a charmed life, but I can't motivate myself until I get my daily, my weekly dose of geeks. <laughs> like a shot in the arm of B12. <laughs> I get that little spike of geeks and I'm good to go. It's like my little snort of cocaine. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> meep, meep. <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks for listening. Um, in part two, excuse me. <laughs> no, there's no purpose in part two. In part two, actually, we talk about Pokemon Go. Yes. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've, I'm dabbling into Pokemon Go, and you'll hear about my adventures and, and my review, basically, of the of the app is more more appropriate than my experiences at the moment. Yes. Because I've had a few um, that I do mention, but nothing really super spectacular, and it's kind of hard. Well, I'll explain, you know, in the part two. Um, and we also bring in our news. Yes. And keep listening to part two. When we give you bonus material, a controversial subject. So in the meantime, if you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can on Sunday nights, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tuned in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. You know you want to. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, you can contact him at Ed at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. See you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.